Sown in bloodlust, regurgitate regret, summon up the bird and feel cup. Feel free to put sense, penny thought, hungry doors open in suspense. My jaws felt with money. <laughs> Add a little bit of flavor to my truth. Give it to me straight, and I'll strike like a saber tooth. Believe me, there's kinetics in my pool. Optimal performance, and I'm beheaded in a door. <laughs> and I'm trying to understand you. Coping mechanisms, growing sandals for the pilgrimage to handle. Word, word, serve the purpose of the mantle. Runs a petri dish on the table, he's a sample. Dabble in the technicalities, I ramble. Armed ramble, blowing smoke just to light the candle. Stay close, doing dope to grow. Slope is an incline of masturbation, dreaming growth of the common folk. Machine gun, machete on a shotgun, pain a twist. Sometimes the eyes gotta slave away at this. Nice long images, gon' blink till you ever after ends in your final chapter scene. Bleed more, suddenly another dream. Drink war, even if you're on the same team. Each saw eating from the same grain. Reach for all, they're in the same thing. Keep poor, pouring through the brazen. music yeah. on here. Yo. <laughs> Welcome to the uh, Beats, Brews, and Points of View podcast. I'm your host, Neil Richter, along with my partner in podcasting there to my right, E-Man Bates. That's the P-I-P, that is me. And if you wonder why we were clapping on the intro, because that was our first in studio live performance by our guest, hey. Speak Mahogany. So welcome to the podcast, guys. Thanks for playing. Hey, thank you. That sounded good, man. Yeah, that sounded good. It. Even all cramped up in here like this. I know, right? <laughs> you know, as crazy it is, this is not the most amount of people we had on the show. No, it's not. No, it's not. not. <laughs> most people sitting in just this one row. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Mahogany. Not Mahogany. Shout out to uh, Honey Monsoon. Monsoon was oh, there. Monsoon. We had a yeah, lot for yeah. them. And Flight Team, we had a lot for, too. Yeah. Yeah. But anyways, uh, welcome to another episode. We want to say happy Mother's Day to all the mamas out there celebrating yeah. yesterday. Uh, happy Craft Beer Week that E-Man let me know yes, was sir. this week. <laughs> all um, to mamas, babies, mamas, babies, mamas, mamas. <laughs> <laughs> and then a couple R.I.P.s actually to get to. Just want to send, send our love to uh, Peter Mayhew, who played Chewbacca in Star Wars, yeah. passed away this week. Um, I think he was in his 70s or something like that, and I think the last Star Wars was the the first time he hadn't played Chewbacca. Um, And then also Doris Day, the actress who's been around for fucking ever, I think she was 96, died yesterday. Yesterday. So uh, so R.I.P. to them, and... I didn't know who Doris Day was, I'm be honest with you. She, I mean, yeah. she was before, obviously, way before your time, but she was in the before Hollywood for, yeah, oh, yeah for sure. I know, I know. <laughs> when I say you, I mean oh, myself, geez. too, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Jones, before like, our time, like collectively. Jones, oh, she's died. 
Oh really? oh, really? I don't know if that's the same person you're talking about. I forgot. I don't know. No, I, don't I don't think, think so. so. I, I, she was on Twin Peaks, if you guys have seen that. No, oh, that was a different person. I know who you're talking about. I didn't okay. know that that was Rashida Jones's mom, actually. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, no, she's Rashida Jones' mom. <laughs> wow. But she, yeah, she just mm. died. That documentary that she made about Quincy Jones is really good. You see that? Oh, the Rashida Jones Netflix? documentary, Quincy? Yeah, it's yep. really solid. It got me super emotional watching that, because like... Quincy's obviously getting older now. He's like, what is like mid eighties? Yeah, he's he, just like uh, talking he had to go about to the hospital like hospital for uh, drinking too much. I remember that. Yeah, but he's just talking about how like sad stories. it is getting older in the music business and like all of his like people that he like respected, like Ray Charles, and just watching all these people die around him. He's like, ah, it's like so sad, man. Like all my my heroes are going away. Oh, I'm like, friends. damn, dude, oh, aging Peggy sucks. Lipton. Peggy Lipton, that's her name. Peggy oh, Lipton. Okay. All right, she yeah, just died yeah, at seventy two. Yeah, Damn, that's crazy. She was 72? Mm-hmm. Was that how long tw- Twin Peaks ago? Because she was like kind of hot and younger in well, Twin Peaks. She was. Like, you know what I mean? She was hot. <laughs> there's, there's 10 years between that and then season uh, three, which came out like two years ago now. And she was even in that. So she was pretty recently was working, I actually so. never saw the um, the third season of it. It's really I'll good. Your mic. Oh, you want me to um, it this way? But yeah, no, I never saw the third season of it. I got super intrigued with the first. I saw the first season, or first two seasons on Netflix, not when they were actually broadcast on the air, obviously. But um, it's like so, like it's so bad and good at the same time. Yeah. Like it's like it's like campy kind it's of vibe. super campy and yeah. like you, it makes you like. I don't know. I, I watched the first episode and I was like, "This is kind of terrible," but I really want to watch the second one. <laughs> and then I just yeah. like <laughs> knocked out like the whole first season. <laughs> But anyways, man, well, let's get to the music talk a little bit. Um, yeah. I'm kind of curious about what you guys have been up to, uh, how you guys came together. So I guess let's start there, how you guys came together as a band. Cool. Um, I'll start by kind of introducing. Yeah, I guess uh, introduce we'll, yourselves, we'll introduce, too, as yeah. you're going through so they know who you <laughs> sure. are. Um, so I'm Deontay Visible, uh, Paris, also lead of the band, and vocals, bass. <laughs> the the brain behind it but for the most part um yeah i'm, I'm ben green um i've been playing trumpet and uh occasionally uh playing filling in for bass on synthesizer oh, yeah. trumpet whatever, yeah whatever uh whatever's needed i've been how long have i been playing with you guys uh probably like six Eight months now. Probably Has it been? I feel like it was last year that we started playing together. Yeah, it might be. It might be a year. I'm not sure. But yeah. yeah. First, I don't know. Let's you through uh, Adam Kahana. Yeah, yeah. Um, then a guy, uh, Eli here. Yeah, very, yeah. Very, very, my very, uh, I'm Eli Bukite. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I just um, joined the band pretty recently, um, probably just a few months ago now. Yeah. And um, But yeah, just know, know you guys from going to U of M and... Um, I actually just like randomly went to Ben Green's house one day and they were rehearsing and they were like, oh, you guys, like you play keys, like you want to play keys with us? I'm like, sure. And then, you know, next thing I know, I'm, I'm playing a gig with them at Ziggy's and having a great time. So Was that Ziggy's gig? That was my release party, that Ziggy's gig? Oh, uh, yeah. Yep. That one? Oh, that, that was, was the one show, where man. we that was a great time. time. Yeah. That, was, that was actually hilarious because he walked in. We walked yeah, in. Oh. We played. Yeah. <laughs> five up arriving, we were playing music. Yeah. Yeah. I was and just like, whoa! Like, I gotta check this out. Like, <laughs> yeah. Then you awesome. like, you ran home or something. You like, hold on, I'll be back. And then <laughs> something like that. <laughs> it was interesting, but you know, initially we we kind of started. Um, it was me and a former member. Oh, uh, also like Darnell, he's not here. Right Darnell's now. tagged in the post, but, by the way. Too, okay. So, all right. He's so here with us in know. spirit. Yeah, right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Darnell, no. <laughs> but uh, yeah, he's a uh, drummer slash saxophonist. 
Um, and he uh, isn't with us today. But we did all meet, like, me, um, a former member of the band, um, Andrea. Um, we, Me and her met initially, and we were just kind of looking to, like, make a, a sound of Neo Soul and, and um, jazz and whatnot kind of mix the mix the two together and then it just kind of escalated from there and definitely the elements of hip-hop in there too oh man. yeah yeah you know what you I can really spit even forget that that's like yeah that's there that's oh, yeah. kind of <laughs> like yeah, you know <laughs> and, and, yeah right right <laughs> and it, it didn't it didn't um it didn't initially start out like that either it was just kind of like you know i was just like yo i just want to play bass for this this project here and then she was she was like you should rap and i was like all right and then <laughs> All <right. laughs> we kind of started making songs formed around hip-hop, and now the band's just kind of like this hip-hop jazz, like, neo-soul thing. That that's, just, like, my favorite space of music right now, man. I'm, like, super into hip-hop that's influenced by jazz and then jazz that's influenced by hip-hop. Like, I have this big playlist that I just put all this, like, really into, like, have you heard of Mick Jenkins? Yeah. yeah. He's fucking super yeah. dope, man. Like, I'm really into artists like him and, like, uh, like No Name and shit like no that. Like, yeah. Real, like, poetic, like, hip-hop-y shit. But, like, yeah. yeah. I, I love the style of music you guys make. I'm, I can't remember the venue. What was the venue, E-Man, that you took me to see them at the first time that Which I one? saw them? It was... Oh, shit, I can't remember now. 734 Brewing? Well, yeah, I think it was, actually. Yeah. Was it 734 Brewing? Yeah, yeah, yeah I think yeah. it was. Yeah. Um, Shout out to 734. I've yeah, seen them there several yeah. times. Yeah, and I was really, really impressed. And it was, bar. like, a, yeah. I don't know, just a really fun show. Um, and then, yeah, obviously seeing you guys with E-Man for the record release party and stuff. But um, mm. what are your guys' plans as far as recording music? Because I know there's not a whole lot on the on the interwebs yet, besides, like, obviously live shit and stuff that, that's on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, but that's, um, yeah. you got, got anything in the can? Any albums in the works? Or what's the deal yeah, with that? No, I mean, all the music that we've we've done, like, we're looking to record immediately <laughs> that's like yeah. we're just just to put together like a solid project and whatnot um and I, I i don't know i just it just never it just hasn't happened yet um but it's soon it will for sure this year mm-hmm. you know oh, definitely yeah. yeah i was gonna say like you have like so much material honestly like and there's like so many so many groups i feel like a lot of days like people record before they start playing but we've been playing actually live you know it's a little more mm-hmm. like old school we've been playing live we've been playing all the music live and we don't even need to record it yet like, yeah because we've been playing live but we definitely need need to get that done eventually because that that question has been asked like a lot like oh, people you know you know they'll ask like do you guys have any have any music anywhere and we're just kind of like i mean i'm like no but but come out to this yeah you know we'll be here <laughs> you guys could even put out like a live ep or some shit like that man because you guys sound so good live together and like i guess yeah. that was the other question i was leading into with that if you guys were to perform live how do you think that session would go would you guys want to be like in one of the big open jam rooms where you guys would all be playing together or would you like track everything separately or like how would how do you think your recording process is going to go for this hmm. What do you guys think? I mean, well, I think it depends on the sound that that we're trying to get for the record. Yeah, right. We could do we could do some live stuff. Um, we could definitely do a live. I think we could we could pull off a live record. Um, but uh, but like you know, it's it definitely sounds a lot different than if we track everything. Everything sounds a little more isolated. Right. So I guess it just depends on like yeah, exactly. what what sound we want to go for. But I feel like there's there's not a lot of uh, of hip hop and neo soul stuff right now that's like recorded fully live. So mm-hmm. it might be no, might be an interesting endeavor. There's a lot of a lot of stuff's tracked. A lot of stuff sounds really like you know polished and isolated mm-hmm. but uh and that's yeah. my favorite quality with bands like you guys is that live feel to it because mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. i don't like the bands that i like that really are like 
that showcase what they do live, like that it's like meant to be watched live, like not just listen to the studio albums. Sometimes when you go back and listen to their studio albums, you're like, I can't get into this. You're like, I'm, yeah. I'm like used to hearing them live. Like I'd rather, I'd rather hear like the live sound of it. Like, yeah. like for example, like Umphreys or some bands like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, I'm excited for you guys to lay something down though, because it'll be uh, interesting when you guys do. Yeah. Do you guys form around like the U of M area? Is that kind of how you guys came together a little bit, or uh, yeah. kind of like the Ann Arbor, Ypsilanti, Ann Arbor, area? Yeah, for Ann Arbor, sure. Ypsilanti area for sure. Um, Did I meet you guys through Taylor? How did we meet? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I legit I don't know. Don't know. Like, um, I I'm pretty sure. I, I remember I, um, I met you. Wow. Uh, yeah, I, I, I think I did so meet you Taylor? Through, through Taylor. Okay. I'm pretty sure, yeah. but it, Let's go with that. Shout out to Taylor Greenshield. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> yeah, I feel like he's the common thread <laughs> in a lot, of these, a lot of the bands and shit that we've talked Between about on here. him and Ian. Yeah, yeah him like and Ian. common thread of how I know everybody. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. For sure. Yeah, that's sweet. <laughs> Yeah, so like since you guys play a lot live, is there any kind of uh you guys have any like pre-show jitters or like anything any rituals that you guys like to do before you go on stage that make you feel better about the performance or anything? Like cocaine. any warm-up routines or something something like that? Cocaine. <laughs> yeah. I'm just, just straight up heroin. <laughs> no, no, no. I don't I don't do drugs. I, I promise. No. I don't even smoke weed. I wish we had like a Dr. Rox like sound clip I could just play right. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. Uh, I mean, we just just do it. I just don't know. do it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I know when I was at seven thirty four, like getting some beer on is is, is a good time. Yeah, but yeah, that's such right. A cool yeah. Spot, man. yeah, yeah. I mean, they they have great, just like these craft beers here. I mean, um, you know, really great selection. So I'm always trying to get something when I go there. And yeah, but for the most part, you know, at this point as a performer, I feel like you just kind of go out and do it. You know, I don't get too nervous before performances anymore yeah but yeah it's like second nature at that point I feel like. yeah. yeah it's like i'm here to do it so yeah yeah well that's one of the one rituals on this podcast is every week well this is our 37th episode now we've had 37 di- this will be the 37th different michigan brewed beer 37 mm-hmm. try on every episode 37 i'll let i'll let e-man fucking intro this beer because it looks it's funny <laughs> e-man got this one because of me <laughs> why don't you tell him what it is while we pour this crap up so we got just because of neil we got the stoner ipa i was just about to comment on that i saw when he cracked it that's what I wasn't gonna say anything. Like, Ben already jumped the gun. Yeah, I'm yeah. playing my trumpet over here. I gotta get some something Neil going. I like it. It's good. So, oh, dope. Yeah, there you go. What, you what uh, there. company is this from? The Stone Rapier? Brewing, actually. Oh, nice. Over in Holland, Michigan. It looks like. I think we had a couple nice. of their beers on the show before. Yeah. Like, I know we had a couple of their beers on the show before. And while we pour these bad boys up before we get to talking about them, usually during this part of the segment is when we play the band or the guest whose music is on the show. But uh, as you guys song? just heard in the intro, they jammed out to start off the show. Oh, yeah. So, nice. the song I'm going to play today is actually. Uh, I got to give credit where credit's due from my boy E-Man over here, um, mm-hmm. who was like, dude, there's this chick Lizzo who oh, can yeah, sing her yeah, fucking Lizzo, ass off, and you got to check her out. So I went home and listened to that album last week, and holy fuck, dude, her, <laughs> her voice is so crazy, dude. I've turned so many people on to Lizzo <laughs> yeah. in the past week, it's not even funny. Dude. Yeah, man, <laughs> so during this segment, I'm going to play this the, the opening track off the album, and it's actually the title track of the album, too, it's called Cause I Love You. And I mean, you'll understand why I'm playing it in a second. Her voice is like insane on this track. So here's a little bit of that while we uh, pour up our beers and test them out a little bit. Cheers, guys. Oh. Cheers. Cheers. I'm crying because I love you. 
for what the fuck are fucking feelings, yo? Once upon a time I was a hoe. I don't even wanna hoe no more. Got you something from the liquor store. Little bit of Lizzo and some mo. Trying to open up a little more. Sorry if my heart a little slow. so good man i highly recommend checking out that album if you haven't heard it yet track on that album like i love them all don't get me wrong but i, I feel like it's gonna be the same we always have the same <laughs> actually you know what? jerome jerome okay, oh actually, that's, that's a good one favorite, but uh, mm. it's a great that's song. a good one uh my i i love the track the two features on there that i love are the, the, the missy track one? is crazy and the missy? gucci track is crazy too <laughs> yo those are so good <laughs> missy oh elliott's on here and it's amazing that actually huh. is my second though yeah it's amazing and the uh, the gucci main track is super fucking fun too <laughs> gucci yeah. man like always slides his way into awesome projects man he's like he's got to be one of the uh most popular featured rappers i feel like did you see him <laughs> on the uh, Solange album that just came out yeah i actually didn't even know was that, was that, that him shit. and tyler I think it was just him on this one track. It was like the newest Solange album, mm-hmm. and it was such a funny feature. Like like Solange <laughs> doing a little bit of rapping, and like, <laughs> and then she he comes on there. And it's just like perfect. It's so good. There's like a, I, I couldn't confirm it, but there's like Tyler Creator ad lib somewhere on that. Album. I could see that though. I, I don't know. Yeah, he probably like in the studio and just kind of. Speaking of Tyler, out. I have a clip I want to play later. Okay, for sure. Keep that in mind. Um, he's been teasing some. Hit. Yeah, it's interesting that you bring up though that Solange like doing like the rapping thing a little bit. I feel like that's become kind of a trend with R and B artists. Like you see Rihanna do it a lot now, yeah. and like Beyonce yeah. does it a lot now, or they'll do like Chris a little Brown. split. Mm-hmm. Well, but he can Chris fucking Brown. rap though. He can really rap. Who's like the epitome of that? <laughs> yeah. Or Drake? I'm getting I guess. paper. Yeah. But no, Drake. I mean, I always kind of <laughs> put Drake was already in that lane to me. Like, right. Yeah. But I mean, I guess he's got he could be a little bit of a both. But like, yeah, you're gets a good point with Chris Brown though. I mean, he can really really fucking rap. There's this um, uh, one guy open. Mike Eagle. I don't know if you've. Oh, he's yeah, love yeah. him. He's amazing. <laughs> love Open that's Mike this, Eagle. Yeah, I love all the shit that's going on over at like Mellow Music Group, like him, oh, Mo yeah. the Ninja, like Doc yeah. Gillingsworth. They're both from here. Yeah, that that label pays attention to the true, true talented yeah. artists, man. L-O. I feel like they really care about the craft. L Orange, man, that, that dude's a nasty yeah, producer. Man. I love yep. him. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I agree. Want to talk about the beer a little bit? Yeah, man. Tell us about it. I, I think it's delicious. Man, by the I way. want you. I want your opinion on it since you jumped on it first. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like it. Um, usually, I, I don't like um, like hoppiest stuff, but this is really good. Honestly, I I enjoy this. It's so nice. this is the very first on the show because I never drink out of the can. 
Because <laughs> <laughs> one of those things, like I always tell us to people, and you know, I've said it in previous weeks, and I'll say it again for you know people, you know, watching back, watching now, or listening back later. So what it is is with IPAs, when you know, just beer in general, all the foam and stuff like that gets trapped at the bottom. So this is why you get bloated at the end. This is why you feel bloated after you drink, like you know, like a pint of this. So when you pour it in a glass, all that escapes, so you don't feel bloated. Like, mm. oh, that's why all that foam and stuff is for. Mm. Yeah, did not know that, dude. I dig this one. Being wow. that yeah. uh, Two Hearted is my favorite beer, this is a really hey. comparable. I totally feel it. I totally like it. on Untapped, and you can follow us on Untapped at Beats underscore and underscore Bruce. Uh, Dank uh, Rendus Medium Bodied IPA goes well with the munchies. <laughs> I couldn't agree more with that's that funny. statement. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's just Let's a slogan. Say on the can why they named it Stoners. IPA, does it have anything to do oh, with you the didn't know? beer, or is that just... There's weed in it. I don't know. I was actually checking to see I've if it was like maybe like the hemp or something like that. I don't have like that hemp like taste. Yeah, like, like, oh. a, like a hemper or like the hemp tails that just came out, that like cider one. That's that I, stone, or that's that uh, sell you by the artwork can though right there. That's probably why E-Man bought that shit. Yeah. <laughs> the, art is, the art is nice. I was, I was trying to see the alcohol content. I'm, oh, it seems uh, like it's kind of high. It's actually 6.3. Yeah, there oh, okay. That's not bad Pretty for strong, beer. yeah. Oh. No, it's not. I think, like, if you want to compare it to, like, a compare, like another IPA, like, say, like, uh, Neil was talking Too Hard. It, mm-hmm. Too Hard, I think, clocks at, like, 7 or something yep. like that. Mm-hmm. So it's right on that same yeah. ballpark. That's yeah. why I put myself in timeout, bro. I only drink, like, if I'm going out, I got to drink Bud Light or some shit now. Like, all these beers, all these craft beers are so damn strong. I'll be, like, are, shit-faced man. after, like, you know what, Neil? <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. a Michigan beer, but one week I'm going to bring the 120-minute from Dogfish Head on the oh. air. Oh! That one's, like, 12% or something. 18. 18%? 18. <laughs> They're not oh, messing around. One. I had it one They're time. They're not messing around. I had to split it with somebody one, and it only got like maybe like a eighth of a pint in. I'm like, I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so heavy, dude. Like, yeah, man. Wow. But anyways, on this podcast, a little segment that E-Man and wow. I like to do, um, it's called Something Old, Something New. Where each week we talk about a new album or artist that we're listening to, or sometimes a couple of them, depending on how much music is dropped that week, and then something old that we've been jamming along with. And um, I'll kick it over to you guys to start off with this week. Something new or something old? Something old. What you got for something old? Ah, so this is one of my favorite ones. You know why? Why Because it's my favorite band and my favorite album by that band. Mm -hmm. One of the albums I own on vinyl, actually. This is how much I love this album. Take it back to 2001. Oh, shit. System we go. of a Down Toxicity. Yeah, you love this okay. <laughs> I love that album, too, bro. Hey. That's actually a phenomenal, phenomenal From album. start to finish, how much I love this album. Like, when it starts off with, like, Prison Song, for no, instance. No, man. Prison just, like, the crazy. delay, like, how they build it up, and then it just, you know, Surge just goes ham with it. Like, dude, mm-hmm. it's, oh, man, I love that album. Have you, have you seen their shows? I've seen them play live twice. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. Too, man. I love System of a Down, down puts on a hell of a show. Yeah, dude. it's crazy. Oh, my God. It's, like, the, the energy in, in the crowd and just... Them on stage, it's just unbelievable. I respect that completely. I've always been a super big fan of System of a Down's drummer, too. He's fucking phenomenal. I forget his name, but he can really rock the fuck out. Surge singer, uh, Darren's like the guitar guitar player, and also vocals. They got that crazy Uh, bass player, don't they? Is it Shabo? Or the Shabo the bass? I can't remember, to be honest with you. They all got crazy ass names, man. (laughs) (laughs) Look this up. I feel bad for forgetting this because I love this band. System of Down is awesome. Even like tracks on there that have been around forever that you've heard a million times still sound good to me. Like Aerials and like uh, 
What's John the, uh, Dolomon? What is it? John Dolomon. Oh, so he actually does have a normal name, and yeah. <laughs> I'm just like everybody else. Shit. Yeah, Serge, Darren, <laughs> Shabo, and then John. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's great. That the drum line on Toxicity is the shit. Oh yeah, he can rock the fuck out of that. Um, what have they been doing? Do they have anything new? Like I haven't really followed them like as Man, of like lately. Don't get don't get me started. So they're on hiatus <laughs> right now because there's a lot of creative differences with it. Yeah. So you know how Surge is, you know, like the, the band's been focused on like Armenian genocide. Like, yeah, yeah, for sure. Because you know, guy got, got covered up over mm-hmm. the years. You know, they don't really teach anything. They've always been super political like too. Surge has been super political. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's However, what's keeping it up is Surge doesn't want to, and then he had a whole Facebook post about this. It was like a couple things. They don't want to. They don't want to go the political route anymore. They just want to rock. Cause like Darren, how Darren's been writing most of the songs on the albums mm-hmm. for like the past like like three albums or something like that. Mm-hmm. And they want to do straight up like rock and roll type stuff. And yeah. Surge wants to get more political. I kind of, you know, man, they're like, I don't like super political music, like, all the time, but, like, I, well, like, the older I get, I think the more I appreciate it, like, because I do, like, want some lyrics with some content in it instead of just, like, some, I don't know, stupid, like, not really saying shit but trying to sound poetic <laughs> type of shit, you know, yeah. like, I don't know, I've always liked, like, science is fucking awesome, like, lyrically and, like, musically, I, I don't know, I've Nerd always kind of dug the political <laughs> shit they do, like, they're kind of, like, rage to me where, like, it works and it sounds good because the music's kind of aggressive and like hard. Like, like I don't know. Anarchy. I like it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's my shit. Yeah. Um, mine. My pick is a lot softer for something old. I'm taking it all the way back to 1970. Uh, today I decided. Or well, not today. This week I've been listening to a lot of George Harrison. All things must pass, which yeah. was uh fucking crazy. I I didn't even think about the fact that it's a triple album. But um, yeah, George Harrison. Yeah, George Harrison. That Whoa. was the first uh, solo music he made after the Beatles ended. Um, and that song, I've got actually. I'm gonna play one of the tracks from this uh, album at the end of the podcast today. Isn't it a pity? Because it's one of my favorite songs. Um, but yeah, George Harrison's my favorite Beatle man. He's my favorite songwriter out of the four of them. Like I think he had the best Beatles written songs for me. Just for me at least, because I know a lot of people have super. Uh, opinionated when it comes to the Beatles, but I think he was the best <laughs> songwriter out of the four um, in the band and then outside making solo music too. So mm. I've been jamming out to some uh, George Harrison making me feel better this week. Mm. But um, you guys been listening to any old music lately? Yeah. Yeah, tons. I mean, I'm always listening to old jazz records, you know, like Dexter Gordon and Charlie Parker and stuff, but mm-hmm. I, I love the Beatles. I, they're actually my favorite band, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I agree that I, I'd say so, like the solo work after post Beatles, mm-hmm. George Harrison definitely has some of the most like quality stuff. Yeah. I, I'd say, oh, yeah. but um, I, I I mean I love all of them as songwriters, but you know I, I I love I do like the ones that George wrote because they're they're very unique and yeah you know different than the formula of the McCartney Lennon ones definitely so. and there is I mean I mean they all have songs that I love that they well, I'm not a huge fan of the songs that George, or um, Ringo wrote I'm gonna say Ringo but um, Ringo <laughs> yeah <laughs> they're a little more Ringo. funny I think my favorite Beatles <laughs> song though is actually it's funny it's like a really small song uh, a really short song by Paul uh, for no one is like I think probably in my in my oh, top ten Beatles yeah. songs. And it's just a real short piano ditty with, like, Paul singing and just, you mm-hmm. know, like, there's not much going on. But I don't know. That song, like, the emotional range behind it. I don't know. It just always gets me. It always yeah. gets to me. <laughs> like, I just love that. So, Revolver's always been my favorite Beatles oh, album, yeah. too. So Great one. Yeah. Hmm. Although that changes, like, with the wind. I'm like, yeah, 
Revolver's my favorite. Uh, fucking White Album's my favorite. Uh, I'm all about <laughs> Abbey Road. <laughs> Abbey Road has always just to me been like, oh my god, this is perfect. Like, <laughs> yeah, man, it is. It's just like spotless album. But Abbey Road's got some. I like White Album too. They both have some like harder tracks on. Yeah. Them. Like, like on White Album, like Happiness is a Warm Gun. Oh, it's strong as a shit. Oh yeah, banger, <laughs> absolute banger right there. <laughs> but uh, how about you fellas down there? You got any old music you've been jamming out to? Uh, well, how old? I'm like, look, with Eli, Anything I listen to... Anything outside, <laughs> like, the last year. Yeah, no, because, like, 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 just like Eli, I listen to a lot of jazz stuff, so, you mm-hmm. know, always listening to Miles and, um, like, Wayne Shorter stuff, but, uh... Like, Miles I, Davis? Yeah, of course, mm-hmm. of course. Yeah. <laughs> man. yeah, man. You know, we're like... Yeah. Clarify. Orbits? <laughs> Ooh, that's such good. We're, we're, we're a jazz-rooted band, so, you know... <laughs> A lot of Most the stuff. Really yeah. 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 Jazz and blues. Yeah. I forget the, um, what band performed it. So I went to Jazz Fest a few years ago. I ended up like getting rained out right after the set happened. But oh, it was like, um, it was a piece of music written by Miles Davis given to Wayne Shorter that was performed by this big collective. I'm not sure who all was in the collective or who was leading the collective, but they were playing this unreleased piece of Miles Davis music. That had oh. never been performed live before. And I was Ooh. like sitting there watching and like, this is kind of fucking monumental right now. Yeah, <laughs> like this is pretty awesome. sweet, dude. Like Yeah. Yeah, man. My my taste gets more jazzy as the older I get. Like I love that kind of shit. Like even the hip hop I listened to, like I said earlier. I yeah. listened to Tribe all day and fucking shit. Oh, like oh yeah. Hey. Yeah, you know the loot pack stuff? <laughs> What's that? You know the oh. loot pack stuff? Mm-mm. Oh man. man. That's oh that's, that's Wild Child. Mad Lib. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, Mad man, so that's, that's like that track hit you with it. Ooh. Yeah. That is some that is some dirty. Yeah. That is some good. Yeah, definitely, man. definitely put it in the books. Madlib is uh, got that new project coming out with Freddie Gibbs. Yeah, here I was gonna say Freddie like Gibbs. I, oh, he's got oh, another I'm one waiting for that yeah, for yeah. so yeah. long. Yeah. <laughs> I'm waiting for that. Oh my god! I don't know if they're naming it Pinatas too or. I think it was called Bandana. Yeah, Bandana. I, th- I think that's is. what yep. they're that's calling awesome. it. But yeah, I re- they released like a single or something like maybe a few months ago. Mm-hmm. But mm. I, yeah, I'm still waiting on the album. Oh my god, the first one's so good, bro. It's so like fucking a classic. Good. I think it's my favorite thing that like Freddie Gibbs has recorded Absolutely. since he put anything out. Like it's mm. really fucking awesome. I, I think that's he sounds best shape on that. Yep, same Absolutely. here, man. And Mad Lib still got it. Like he's never. That's that's never gonna fucking. <laughs> yeah, fall I'm, I'm pretty sure he, he did something with uh, Blue recently too. Oh um, yeah. I'm not. I think I like, heard that album. It's like Med or I don't know. Yeah, Med, Blue, and uh, Madly. That sounds right. Yeah, I yeah. forgot what the album's called, yeah. but that's a good one too. Yeah, I've been going know. back and listening to a lot of old stuff that like uh, Stones Throw Records put out. And shit. Oh yeah. Like, mm-hmm. um, there was an oh, what the hell is the name of the album? Methods, I think it's called by uh, Peanut Butter Wolf oh, and yeah. um, Charisma, <laughs> the rapper who died in the like, early Wolf. '90s. Or something like that. That's real jazzy. <laughs> yeah. That's a real good project. Yeah, um, check that out. But yeah, uh, anything else old you guys been jamming out to before I move on to the I new mean, shit we got this week? Yeah, I don't know. I always go back to Doom. Hell yeah, <laughs> yeah man. Ooh. Hell yeah. You know, that's that's like I mean, I don't I don't jam like a lot of Operation Doomsday, but I mean it's, he's got some, you know, he's got some tracks in history where it's just there's just some lines that you're just like, bruh. Like, <laughs> his rhyme schemes are just insane. Yeah. Has he dropped best. any music since uh, the, the passing of his kid last year? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Last he year. was on an album, actually. I believe it was. Um, oh my god, I'm I'm forgetting. It was it's it's the um, group that has Inspected Deck in it. I'm trying to. I'm gonna look Wu-Tang? it up right now. Wu-Tang? Yeah, it it wasn't a Wu Tang album, but it's like he's from Wu Tang. Yeah. Okay. 
I'm trying. I'm gonna find it right now. Wait, the guy he dropped something with, like with a, a member from. Oh, Zarface! Oh, it's yeah, the Zarface yeah. and That's Doom project. That was last year. Yeah, Zarface yeah. has has Inspector Deck in it and um, a few other guys. Oh shit, that's crazy. And I don't, I've yeah, never heard of Zarface, I'm yeah, you should it's, check it out. It's, it's, it's some really like old school like yeah. boom bap kind of vibe. Yeah. It's it's really that's sick. Awesome. That sounds real tight. So yeah, he put that out last year, but hopefully he come out with a new solo album soon because the world needs it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Man, they really do. <laughs> they really, really do. You no. Know? Um, what you got for something new this week, E Man? So I went to uh, an artist I've never really heard of before, and I was not disappointed. Uh huh. Safe. Uh, the album Stay. I listened to. What is it? Say, uh, the album's called Stay, and it's the artist's name is Safe. Okay. What kind of music is it? <laughs> it's he kind of reminds me a lot of like the internet mixed with like the weekend mm. a little bit. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's it's different. It's like kind of like an R and B, but it has like kind of like EDM ish style beats. But it, it's really dope, man. To be honest with you, mm. it has this, like kind of only little vibe going there. Uh, my personal favorite track on there was, I believe it was Red Light, I think that was the name of it. Let me check. Uh, yeah, Red Light was probably my favorite track on there. He has one major feature with uh, Playboy Cardi. Okay. Yeah, but yeah, it's actually like a really, really good album. Nice. I want to check that out, man. I haven't even heard of that one. I didn't even see it pop up on my thing. It was like the second one for it. me uh, this week. Because it was that, and you know, I didn't want to talk about Logics, because I feel like you're going to talk about Logics. Actually, so, I, like, I yeah. actually don't have Logics on my thing, so if you want to talk about really? it for a minute, feel free, bro. I, I haven't gotten a chance to fully sit down with it. I've only like listened to a, a handful of tracks from it. I listened to, yeah, I listened to all of it. Uh, actually, on my way to and from work the other day. Whoa, got Lizzo going. From what I did here, it was tight. I like. I heard the oh, song dude, where he was, was talking about Charlemagne. Dude, it was dope. Like, mm-hmm. so what was the one he put out a couple months ago? Supermarket for the book. Yeah, which wasn't very good. I, would, I, didn't, I didn't like that one. Not me neither. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And Rob said the book is fucking terrible. Rob is just it? finished the book and he said it was trade. He's like, Blodgy needs to stick to his making music. Wait, he wrote, book a book? Yeah, he wrote yeah. a book? Yeah, he wrote a book. It was like a New York Times bestseller book, too. <laughs> yeah. Of course. So well, yeah, goes right, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah. He dropped a book with an album to accompany it. It was Whoa. supposed to be like the score of the book. Um, I think only Donald Glover can do that. I think yeah, only Childish Cambino can do that. It's also not like typical Logic music either. It's like no, kind it's, of like alternative sounding. Like it's, it's kind of like, like uh, he tried to do what Donald Glover did. With, yeah, uh, like with Wake the, the internet. Yeah, yeah, only he's not up. as good. But, yeah, <laughs> I, I know I said because I like Logic, but yeah, I tried with Emma on there is fucking nuts. We listened to that on Dude, the, the podcast. Dude, the whole album is fucking nuts. I do want to sit with it some more. Yeah, the one with G Easy is dope. Commando. Wiz Khalifa. What? Yeah, he got a lot. He had. He had a couple songs. Will Smith? Will Smith, and then he has his dad on the feature. I do not believe it. (laughs) Will Smith. He got Will Smith on a track, yeah. Oh, my God. Wild Wild West. Logic's turning into one of those super prolific ones, too, man, where he's got, like, at least one project every year. Yeah, he's consistent. One project every year? I said at least one project every year. At least one? I feel like he does at least, like, average, like, two or three. Yeah, man. It's true. It's true. Yeah, Logic's uh, definitely uh, out here recording a lot. Um... Yeah, I, I, I want to sit with the new one uh, when I get some more time. I, I didn't I just, get around to that one this week. Um, I just know that video was wild. Uh, the one for Con- Confession of the Dangerous Mind. Oh, yeah. yeah. That, that is a fucking creepy video. The one where he's like, all bleeding and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's kind of crazy. But speaking of prolific rappers, I had another one of them on my list today. Um, Styles P dropped okay. again. Okay. <laughs> oh, Styles, Styles P, the goat, ghost of all time, is the name of the album. It's kind of themed after Game of Thrones. It's got like the Game of Thrones looking cover, oh, and Styles P is a fucking super big Game Wait, of Thrones let me, fan. Let me, let me see the cover. Actually, it's kind of small on here. But I did you, not. It's know like the Iron so. Throne and shit okay. and stuff. Um, which is kind of funny because I saw him like promoting this album on Hot 97 and then up there with Ebro at Apple Music. 
and they were just giving Game of Thrones, uh, Game of Thrones reviews and predictions. And I could listen Dude. to Styles P talk about Game of Thrones all <laughs> day, bro. Are we He's going, hilarious about it. You guys watch Thrones? Speaking of which, oh, I did. I do. I'm, I'm <laughs> caught up. Uh, I do not. Did you watch Thrones? Which, no, I, don't, I, I did. Don't. I did though. See the last episode that we, where everyone Man, was like, "Winter is." I watched it last night. Oh People were like, "Winter is coming." I wouldn't say it's <laughs> underwhelming. Not underwhelming. I guess that's the wrong word choice. It's, I think there's. Well, I feel cheated. My, was, <laughs> there was a little frustrating part. This whole season <laughs> is poorly written. I agree. <laughs> the first episode, honestly, trash. You guys agree? The first yeah, one yeah, of, this season, of this season? Couple, Wait, man. Winter is the coming? First, I thought everybody was hyped for that. The first and episode of the season came, was a bro. huge <laughs> letdown. <laughs> oh, hey, look, look. That's yeah, what I'm saying. That episode, <laughs> the second one was pretty hype because of, like, oh, I don't want to spoil anything, but yeah. the second one was really hype. Yeah. But yeah, I, I also agree. Like, the writing, it just feel like it kind of took a turn. Here's why. So <laughs> You know why? You know how they based on George, like, they based on the books? Oh. George R. R. Martin hasn't finished the books. He hasn't, yeah. At that point, they need to get him on his ass on board with when it comes to writing, like, they did. They sat him. They they actually really? had he's executive producer. Sever- he was executive producer. He they had him in like, meetings. They need to have different people writing the conversations then, though, because the conversations they have with each other are fucking yeah, trash. Yeah, the dialogue is <laughs> like, bad. Like they were lying a lot. You know, this is not even that big of a spoiler. They were lying on like Tormund to be kind of like a comic relief. This yeah. Season, oh, like, so true. Yeah, too, man. Yeah. But then also like. <laughs> You gotta have female writers writing female lines. I feel like this because, is like, a huge you, problem. You got like this there line in a... there where like Sansa's like I'm like basically in like a different set of words. Like I'm glad I got raped and yeah, tortured by all these people. That was fucked it made me up. Who I am today, and it's like I don't think I mean would ever a, fucking say that. There was a bad bitch line. There was a couple of bad bitch lines by Arya this season, though. So <laughs> yeah, Arya's be, great. You never know. So, yeah, 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 for sure. But I don't know. Um... So I don't want to ruin anything because the episode just happened last night and people will fucking kill us for spoiling yeah. anything. But there was things that happened last night that made me happy, and like there was in, things that made me yeah. like supremely tonight. disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> so Overall, it was super intense though. One particular really thing super that made me really disappointed. Oh, that mean, I, we can talk about after. We'll talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> you know what my I favorite part. For you, guys. you know what my favorite part of this season of Game of Thrones has been has been watching the Game of Thrones revealed show afterwards that comes on where they take you oh, through like yeah. how they filmed all the scenes yeah, and like all the battle shit. Cool. Super that's fun. It, that's more entertaining to me than the actual show now. I'm like, True. damn, they had like 85 fucking camera people doing like every one of these shots. Like they recreated like they built that whole set for like what King's Landing was supposed to be like. So like they legitimately made this like town like yeah to run through and have a crazy battle in last night i was like fucking mind blown about that Hmm, or like how they filmed the shots with like the mountain and the hound fighting oh that was so epic that was so epic (laughs) (laughs) i'll talk to you guys after the show they did all this but (laughs) not last night but was it two nights ago or last week yeah there's one particular scene that they couldn't afford to do oh yeah i I know exactly what you're talking about (laughs) oh dude they had everyone got so (laughs) mad like there was this one scene that literally dipped the ratings so down like oh, wow. it was insane. I'm like, wow. and it was literally because they didn't, yeah, they didn't want to animate this one and then, thing. You know and I'm like, you know, what? And uh, then they had the, the coffee cup thing, which that's not really. A yeah, they had another one last night. They had another one last night. There was with, another uh, one. That- the hand, oh, no. Jamie's hand. Yeah. yeah, they showed Jamie's right hand was still oh, there. Oh no! Yeah. He yeah. goes to like yeah, hug he was Cersei, hugging Cersei. Like, yeah. like, like how did they get? Like how did <laughs> that go through so many people? <laughs> yeah, I'm not saying, and like, no one saw <laughs> that. <laughs> you know, that's not even a spoiler at this point because that was like season four when he lost his hand. So. Oh yeah, that should have yeah, been so, a long yeah. time ago. If, if you ain't, we won't ruin this season for you. But if you ain't caught up on Game of Thrones, it's like season, season four. four yeah, that's all your fault. Anyway, at that point, I'd say if I were wanted to get into Game of Thrones, you guys have just deterred me. So. 
<laughs> you know, it's still so fun to watch. It's fun to watch, man. It's definitely Honestly, worth it. I love it for the memes at this point. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love the memes. The memes are great. I just hope they memes can have been on point wrangle it in for this last episode. Yeah. They got a fucking... It better be a satisfying ending. It better be, dude. Because awesome. oh, there's been some inexcusable oh, lines. Like, the one you talked about... Like, I don't know. I watched it with my girlfriend, and she's just like... You can just tell there's no gr- girl or any... Yeah. Probably not even any people of color in the writing room. It's just all white dudes that are like, yes, like this is great. Like, and it's like, that's not a recipe for good, something good. Like, I want to pull up the Game of Thrones like writing staff just to see. What oh no! Uh oh! We're gonna fact check me right now. The only, the only thing that I'm just curious me, myself. The only thing that no, bothers me about um what's going on right now with people on the internet being pissed and their outrage, and I'm trying, I'm gonna say this without trying to ruin anything, is. The outrage of... Right. <laughs> See? Look at them! Look at all these white motherfuckers! There's two, there's two women. She's a director, bro. Okay, there's two women at least. She's like a style coordinator, and the other one's like at a special event. Oh, oh my really? god. Yeah, I think so. Oh, come on. No, no screenwriter. Oh, a screenwriter? Okay. Okay, okay. We got, we got one of them. Writer and producer. Look where Styles P got us. They should hire him, man. Put him on there. Yeah, dude, that's I didn't, I didn't, like, didn't <laughs> listen to this one, but the one yes. with Hades was dope last year. But yeah, style, shout out to Styles P. Did you see also that Aaron Rodgers played an extra last night? Yes! Yes, he did! <laughs> what? Aaron Rodgers on the episode. He's yeah. one of the townspeople, like running around while the fucking battle's going on. That's yeah. epic. <laughs> that's hilarious. So that was kind of funny, too. But no, I'm going to try to say this without giving anything away. My, my only thing that bothers me about people's outrage. People's outrage of the direction of um, Carlisi bothers me because they've already like moved oh. into this like throughout the whole show. So I don't yeah. know why people are so pissed now. Can we talk about Kawhi Leonard? For a second. <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah, man. Let's, let's switch it up from Game of Thrones because these fellows down here haven't even seen it. You guys have yeah. <laughs> yeah, Wait, what? The Philly Sixers, versus the Raptors game yeah, last the night? The Sixers and the Raptors. Oh, that no. shit was unbelievable. Kawhi, Henner, bro. Kawhi Leonard hit like a movie level buzzer beater. It was, bro. It, it was, was like the... it was one of those ones. Bing, like I just bing, I was listening to ninety seven one a ticket earlier. <laughs> it was wow. like he he took the shot. And then it was just like a moment of silence in the arena. And then it like hit the rim. And like it was like about to bobble out. And then it's like where you would like cut away to like, you know, like the coach or like his girlfriend or some shit. Like or his yeah. fam- family in the crowd. They cut back to the other coach. And then it went in. <laughs> and then it won by two. <laughs> oh, it was some shit out of a movie, dude. That was dope. <laughs> like, yeah, man. Was it like a jumper? Or did he like... Man, what? let me see if I can find that. Uh, oh, they've got to yeah. have the fucking... They've got to have it on there. While he's looking that up, I want to get to. There was another one more album that I wanted to talk about, which is um, Dreamville's newest signee. Well, newest. Well, their R and B chick for sure on here. Uh, Ari Lennox put out her debut album. Well, no, I don't think it's the debut album, but debut on Dreamville, maybe. Yeah. But uh, it's called Shea Butter Baby, and it's super, super strong. Heard, you know, I heard you post something about that the other day. I haven't listened to it yet, but it came up on my recommendations. It's dope, man. It's actually it leads me into a conversation I want to have with you guys because now I feel like they really are chasing after being. Becoming TDE because now they've got oh, like yeah. so many. Oh, they got their SZA. That's her. That's their SZA. That's their SZA for sure. <laughs> She's talented like, though. Ari Lennox is she definitely yeah, talented man, for sure. And I feel like you've got all of them that are comparable to each other. Like I feel like Earth Gang and like Isaiah Rashad are kind of comparable to each other. Yeah, it's kind of like the black hippie thing. It's it's definitely like the black hippie. And I feel like um like. JID is probably comparable to even like Kendrick because he's yeah. got that kind of flow. Although I mean, obviously J Cole is the leader of the group, kind of like Kendrick is. Mm. But I you think JID is a better rapper than J Cole. I'm just gonna say. I, I think oh better than J Cole. I, I think he's too. better than J Cole. I mean, I think he's their like star 
player. J. Cole, to me, over the last couple of years, has gotten like supremely better at writing bars than he I has agree. ever in his life. His like, features recently, yep, really good. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, you know, out of all that, my favorite album is still Born Center by J. Cole. Okay. Really? That, yeah. Okay. Hmm. I, think... I still love Born Center. I really loved K.O.D., man. I loved, like, the whole context of that album. It was super jazzy. Like, I know people give him shit for having, like, not the most, like, hype beats going on. But I kind of like, I think when it works, it works to me. And, like, I don't know. Maybe, I guess, this new project, I can see I can see him maybe finally getting with some other producers instead of just himself. But I do have that clip ready for you. Right? Okay. Yeah, play, play that real quick. I got this two Kawhi, Kawhi Leonard fucking oh, knocking boy. down that do shot. Wanna, uh, hit the speaker up real quick? Oh, yeah, here. Yeah. Get that. Do you need the dongle part, or does it go right into your computer? Uh, I can unplug my charger. You probably have to take that out. There you go. Oh, that works. Yeah. But yeah, I think um, he's definitely trying to make that roster more comparable to TDE mm-hmm. now. It's true. I, I actually love his production even more than his rapping. Yeah. I, I think he should be like Kanye and like produce other people's projects more. Yeah, that'd be sweet, man. Yeah. I wonder if he'll ever do any features in because he hasn't had features on his shit in a minute. Yeah, yeah. No, that's uh, true. Kill Edward. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> Somebody. <laughs> here we go. You gotta be aware of the inbounder here if you're filling. It's off the Leonard. Defended by Simmons. Is this the dagger? Oh! That bounced like three times on the rim. Oh, wow. Wild. Wild. I'll be hyped. Oh, my God. Had so much air time. That's not a three? Uh, yeah, you had 15 fourth quarter points by Kawhi Leonard. Yeah. That is like a movie scene, though, yeah. right there, dude. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. Those in game seven. Yeah. In the semifinal play. Like, make me like Mike. You know, or, uh, who's that movie with Bow Wow? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, okay. Wait, the wives are going to fuck the nuts, yo. Oh, no, you're good, man. Okay. Just making sure. So, well, fuck. No, just kidding. I'm sorry. <laughs> so apparently Tyler Creator has an album coming out on Friday. Or on this Friday? Friday? This Friday. For real? 17th, yeah. Sweet. Hell yeah. So this in Friday. honor of that, did you ever seen? have you seen this clip of how to make a Tyler Creator song? I saw that. <laughs> no. Hilarious. It's the, honestly the funniest thing I've seen, I've seen on the internet all month. All the past, like, so far this year, actually. So good. <laughs> I'm left in London. This is how you make a Tyler the Creator song. First, start with a shitty piano and pick a fucking chord. For <laughs> the audio of you playing the piano, pitch shift it up a little bit so the audio quality kind of is ruined, and then just add the drums. You've got the bass riff, you've got the piano riff, you've got the drums, except something's not right. There isn't an out of key synth that is nowhere near the original key of the song. True. There it is. That's going to be some sort of semblance of you talking in a really pitched down voice saying, fuck, yeah, shit, and uh, that's it. (laughs) Now it's time for the lyrical content, which normally revolves around violence, made up words, hating your father, and not being gay, definitely not being gay. I should (laughs) Yep. And then when you finish it, it just sounds something like this. I don't do shit for the clock. I got a million on me to a couple of thou. I should win me a Grammy. Floopy, whoopity, glammy. That really hurts my heart. 
stuff is considerably different from his new stuff, so I'm probably not going to do the Flower Boy era just because I don't really care for it that much. Just kidding, I do and I will. <laughs> <laughs> then add bass, then add really Mac DeMarco-ass effects to both the guitar and the Mac bass. DeMarco After you add some drums, so make sure you add some MIDI strings and yeah, some melodic synths from the breakdown. Now the lyrical content is going to be different here because the Tyler's sound shifted dramatically between these two eras, but this is mostly because his persona went from a homophobic psychopath to a lonely gay man who made the Grinch soundtrack. To yeah, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. exactly. And then you have some white person, me, sing the chorus, and then you're good. Oh. Loneliness don't subside, one day I'll be five provided I'll meet somebody in time, but until then I'll waste my time The flow is ten out of five, the bad half of my thoughts Yeah I'm And I just cuddle up, my family's a dick to suck I made me a couple beats, that made me a couple bucks, uh And you are my everything Chords now yeah. <laughs> You are my girl so oh. like their tiny desk concert too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's hilarious, man. So like, that is so on point. It's not even funny. The fact is, Tyler actually commented on that too. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, he found loved it. He what did, what it did he say? What did he say? Uh, I got it. I actually I got it loved saved it. on my phone. Hold up. <laughs> it was hilarious. He goes, uh, let's see if I can find this real quick. Somewhere around here. Oh, there you go. It was. I legit laugh low key spot on. Oh my god! <laughs> you forgot. You forgot the ao though. Ayo. Ayo. Yeah, You're right. Every, every time he has a verse, just yeah. ao. <laughs> That's hilarious, man. That's great. I mean, it feels pretty natural when you're about to rap, just like yo. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I just love how she went in. It was like, uh, his, he went from a homophobic psychopath to lonely gay man who created the Grinch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So I'm not like talking about this one because I don't like it. Just kidding. Yes, I do. I fucking love it. That's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> great, dude. But yeah, uh, his new album, Igor, is coming out mm. Friday. That's Igor. awesome. If it's anything like, or if it follows the trajectory of Flower Boy, I'll probably be into it because I think Flower Boy was by far the best shit he ever so made. Good. Yeah, that, that production. <laughs> Did you really see nice. the, uh, the Charlemagne interview? Or not Charlemagne interview with Schoolboy Q? I did, man. I actually had that. talking about Mac Miller? And when oh. he starts crying when he's about to talk yeah. about him, dude, he like, can't even fucking get his shit together. Yeah, that's Wait, so who? sad. Schoolboy Q. Schoolboy Q was talking about Mac Miller because you know they were like best friends. Right. Mm -hmm. yeah. He was talking about how like Mac Miller was like the white member of Black Hippie. He was like our unofficial <laughs> fifth member of Black Hippie crew. He's like, I we mean, all used wasn't... to play Mac Miller music like... Before we would drop it. You said he played him in Crash Talk before he died and everything, so. Yeah. Wasn't he the white member of Black Hippie? He Mac wasn't Mac officially in there, but he was always with them. Yeah. Oh, features, okay. yeah. Like when Kendrick did the Good Kid Mad City tour, he was linking a promo video just going around. He was actually, they switched roles. He was Schoolboy Q and Mac Miller was, uh, no, Mac Miller was Schoolboy Q and uh, Schoolboy Q was Mac Miller. What? <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> you know what? I think I, I, think I did see That's that. Cute, was it worth it like skateboard or some something like that? Maybe that was a different uh, video, actually. Uh, they, they had a lot of shit together. That one little yeah. clip of them will never get old to me where they're both, like, it's just like a camera going back and forth one to the other where they're singing No Scrubs together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was oh, fucking hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mac Miller was super funny, like, outside of making music. Like, he was. No, he was yeah. funny on that reality he, show. He was a character, was for sure. Like, in general. Uh, it's a personality. With him and Snoop. Uh, scary Movie 4. Oh, no, what? I about that shit. I never saw Oh, he was in that movie. I never, I don't think I ever no, saw Scary Movie 4. No, Cabin in the Woods. 
That's got to be coming up close to a year since he died, doesn't it? No, like, it was like September. Yeah. I feel like our podcast had just started actually when yeah. that. Yeah, when yeah that it was like maybe because we we talked about him like when swimming like came every out. Every fucking episode. And then, <laughs> hey, yeah, we, swimming. Yeah, we've only had like maybe like three episodes without mentioning Mac Miller. Yeah, no, that's crazy. Hurt it's still feelings. so sad. I'm still so sad. I bet he died. Like it really is, man. Because he was fucking really getting into his groove. With me. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah. Like I was, they was gonna go on tour with Thundercat, and I was like, <laughs> I'm oh, gonna get tickets. Oh, yeah, Andre. Had to go. I was like, I'm yeah, give me the tell tickets. And then he died, and I was like, mm-hmm. really? Like, ah. Oh. Where's he, my he refund? Really though, good with like, yeah. I could see him in Thundercat. Like I, I could have seen them like forming a band together. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, I, he just like apparently he actually played jazz in high school. Mm-hmm. He was in like jazz combos, and I can, I think he just knows how to do that like live band kind of sound. Yep. So it would have been amazing. It would have been incredible. Like, yeah, there's like a, I think it's called like the Space Migration Sessions, where it's like him and the Internet, where they're playing together. It's mm-hmm. like him on vocals and the Internet's playing all the music, and I'm like, damn, dude, this is like. Certain hip hop actually, you're like you like you just said, just sound good with the band. Some don't sound very good with the band. Right. Yeah. I've seen it both ways. <laughs> Some dudes can get straight up. Have you ever seen a rapper get like drowned out by the band? You're like, damn, this sounds terrible with them. Like, <laughs> and, and like it's like rearranged in such a way that like the music, like the original song, is lost. And you're like, ah, this isn't working, man. Like so, for example, I think that happened for me with a couple Eminem songs. Because by the time I had seen Eminem, it was like the tour he did with um, Jay Z, and like the band was so awesome and impressive that I was like, I'm finding myself fixated on different band members more than I am Eminem. Like during some of this show, like or even TDE, they had this drummer that was so fucking good. I was just watching the drummer like most of the show. The bass player that was at No Name show too. I forgot, I forgot who it was. Like, I, had to, I had to go look her. I gotta go look him up. Like he was killing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, man. I. uh... You gotta get it right when it comes to the live performances, man. Yeah, <laughs> I also I also think like um, I don't know if you guys seen like Wu Tang's Tiny Desk. Oh, I saw that. I haven't actually. So yeah, good. they they had a Tiny Desk, and it was it was tight, but it was it was tight. Like for me at least, solely based on the energy. Okay. Like it was just kind of like you know you had some musicians up there. Like when people do Tiny Desk, they're like. Well, let me get some musicians. Yep, for <laughs> you know, sure they do. <laughs> and it's just like, yeah. all right. But I mean, you have like a song that's gonna, you know, carry that content of of you know what a musician like brings to the table. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, but it was just it was, but it was good though. It was good, but it was just like it was just the energy. But I thought it was just kind of I don't know. They were like doing. Three notes or something. Like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> definitely is that high energy shit too. Because yeah, no, like fucking a million members of the group. <laughs> like yeah, no. Nine, oh, oh yeah, for so sure. Many. And plus, you know, shout out to the, you know, shout out to they the. got that documentary coming to the out followers, man. Oh, it just started. I think last night oh, on no, Showtime. Showtime. I didn't watch yeah. it yet though, but I heard it was the first episode was real good. I watched. They got their hands in a lot of shit coming out. They have like a, like I think it's supposed to be like a scripted show. Based around them that the Jizzas or the Rizzas uh, producing or mm. directing, I can't remember. Wow. I think that's supposed to come to like Hulu or one of those streaming services. I know they just got uh, a district of New York named after them. I saw yeah, that, which is pretty epic. Like yeah, that's I saw that, like that's a awesome. sign, like the thing that reveals the street sign wouldn't come yeah. off because like it was raining or something. Yeah, so dude had to like climb up the pole. Yeah, and, like, I saw that. Rip the thing <laughs> off and say Wu Tang. <laughs> that was pretty funny. They were awesome last year, Electric Forest, though, man. I mean, not Electric Forest, um, Movement, downtown. Got a couple TV show cancellations. What they happened? Cancellations. Who? Power and Empire both got canceled. Really? What? After, after, the next, after next season. Empire's been trash. Power's Wait, getting trash. Aren't, aren't those similar, like, yeah, ideas? Yeah, they came out around the same time. <laughs> I'm surprised, though. Because they're, they're huge. They're, they're, yeah. They got their own, like, little... 
tweaks about them to make them different, but yeah, they came on around the same time and they're both like kind of similar. Well, mm. Power is Fifty Cent's show, right? Yeah, right? yeah. yeah and then, who uh, made Empire? One, uh, Lee Daniels, the dude that did ja Rule. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> ja Rule, <laughs> Firefest. <laughs> Shout out to the Firefest. Power is yeah. wildly entertaining, but it is like there's so many poorly written parts of Power. Like, and I hate to sound like a snob because we were already like picking apart Game of Thrones, but like, <laughs> yeah, what's going Power on? Is just going down. Like a lot of shows, I feel like they get lost like as they go along. Like they figure like what more they have do? too many crazy like ideas going on at once that they can't figure out how to tie them back up in like a way yeah. that makes sense. I I used to watch or, like, Empire up until like season like. Three or so, three. I never fucking It was great, and yeah. then it just started getting the most unrealistic shit started happening because mm. it was like the first three up, like seasons, like oh man, that's crazy. That could actually happen, you know, in everyday life. Yeah. Then like just a bunch of shit, just like okay, come that's on, why I watch really anime. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, I fuck with anime. Hey, I wanted I wanted to say this earlier, but I know like um people are you know they talk about Game of Thrones. Every time someone says like, "Have you seen Game of Thrones?" I'm like. No, but <laughs> I but I have seen something similar called Berserk. I don't know if anybody. Berserk is the most bu- brutal f- anime I've ever seen. But yeah, oh my <laughs> god! But Berserk, <laughs> Berserk, like is in that medieval Man, era or er, an age. That it's... doesn't even do it justice as like violent. Like the first two movies, you well, you've seen all three movies, right? Yeah, well, yeah, uh, you know, it came out as episodes first, and then they were like, okay, we're gonna remake this into like a three part movie. Which they really delivered, like, on, when they made the three-part movie, it was, like, they, they, they cut out certain parts, but they put the parts that were important for it, the story to have, like, an impact. So they you took out all the fillers. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there was some the stuff fun. that was in the original, like, manga slash story that they kind of just said, well, it's, it's not necessary. Right. But they still, like, channeled the story along. And Berserk, like, I mean, it just has one of the, probably the most, like, one of the most hype or uh rage moments Literally. like like in in the history probably of anime. Any, anything that's happened like, to a character has happened to guts. <laughs> oh <laughs> anything bad it, guts was like the precious. Okay. <laughs> anything bad can happen to somebody, it did. Oh, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> but but it wasn't like unrealistic either. It was just kinda like damn. Oh, the third you know? movie was very unrealistic. Well I, uh, <laughs> okay, look, look, I'm gonna say like along the lines of the, you know, the type of world that they lived in. You know, it still followed the world rules of of the of the anime and stuff but, but yeah it was like very comparable like berserk is very comparable to game of thrones until the third movie then it just gets until like, <laughs> actually no no, no yeah no, come no, on bro exactly yeah, winter right. is coming bro Te- no, some real dark demonic shit in that third movie look, look, i just want to say like i mean berserk is really good so just you know if you want to watch it and if you like game of thrones yeah. Are any of those on Netflix? Because I feel so out of the... Oh, yeah. yeah. Actually, yeah. Anime, all the three-part movies. All yeah. the time. I'm so out. Out. <laughs> it is on Netflix? The, yeah, the three-part movies, like, they were. They started with the um, the anime, and then the anime was, like, in the 19... Uh, it was in the 90s. Mm. And then they just recently, in the 2000s, uh, I forget, it was, like, maybe 2012 or something, like, they remade the 
the anime and just made it into like a three part movie. And that is what is what's on Netflix now. It's called the Golden Age. Arc. Okay. Oh, I'm gonna have to yeah. check this out. Yeah, no, it's, I'm interested now. Yeah, like, it's, Berserk, it's, it's you talking about on here so often that I'm Berserk has come honestly, up a few times Berserk is oh, yeah. the most brutal anime. I think the third movie specifically is the most brutal thing yeah. I've ever seen in anime. Well, I like super that dark shit. And I like violent like shit. So. <laughs> Does anyone here? Um, no, you go ahead. No, we're saying. I was just wondering if anyone had seen Samurai Champloo. Oh God. Come on now. Yo, yeah, you, you know that. You know that. I mean, Nujave's like making Bro, that soundtrack just incredible. Really? That's my yeah, roots, man. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> like, we, I, we play Nujave's track with the band. Yeah, exactly. Sometimes. Just and, forget. Um, yeah, yeah. Like, oh my God. It, it's just so cool having that hip hop music, but having this like kind of old Edo period Japan like yeah. vibe. It, it's so, it's like works perfectly. So that's sweet. Yeah. yeah. I'm gonna check that out. Uh, are we looking on I, time, you man? Where are we at? We are at. Fifty-nine thirty-two. Right at about an hour. Is there anything else you guys want to talk One about before we wrap it up? One particular anime I want to mention. Okay, actually. for sure. Just, uh, you ever heard of Beck Mongolian Chop Squad? Beck Mongolian. Uh, that hmm. sounds like uh, like an indie band or something. All of you actually yeah. in this because <laughs> the whole uh, the whole show is based on music. Actually. Oh awesome. shit! What's whole, it called again? Beck Mongolian Chop Squad. It actually is my favorite right. anime series. Period. Mm-hmm. It's based on music, you said? Yeah. So it's about this kid, like this middle school kid who's kind of nerdy and everything like that. That uh. He meets this dude that's in a band, and the, this guy's kind of your typical, like I say, I, I hate to say it, typical fuckboy. You know, <laughs> <laughs> he's like, you know, he's like, hey man, if it's not a part of the band, I'm not with it. You know, looks at a bunch of girls and shit like that. Anyway, so <laughs> one day, they, one day, like the dude's getting bullied and everything, and then the guy, the fuckboy guy, kind of gets intervenes and gets him away from it. So he actually does something real cool. With uh-huh. it, like got away with it. And then he gives them, uh, they started hanging out, and he gives them a guitar to start playing. And then he starts playing and everything like that. And then eventually he gets good enough to where they join the band. And then the band gets big enough to where they get signed and go on tour and all this stuff like that. It's actually really dope. I'm gonna check this is, out. It, is this new? Oh, uh, no, it's older, actually. Mm. It's maybe uh, that's, early that, 2000s. Devilman Crybaby's pretty, uh, that's, that's I don't know, I'm just. Absolutely <laughs> wild. <laughs> on the same, if you like, if you want to watch Berserk, watch that one, too. You know, you pass me, like, the Alcatraz tour? Yeah, but, yeah. yeah, I got you. Um, actually, you know what, you know. Uh, you want I could play a theme song for you too? Fuck yeah, go ahead. The theme song about you actually. Let's hear it. I mean, I wanted to like mention my uh single that. Like, yeah, no, dropped, no, no, that's what like, I was gonna say. Before we go out, I'm gonna have you guys plug all your stuff. We got all that. We're not closing out quite yet. Just kind of like on the the basis of the sound of like our band and whatnot. We're actually gonna interpret that single into a a band version and then record it, you know, and also just play it for shows and whatnot. Cause What's the name of it? Uh, qualities we meant to. Okay. Yeah. I'm excited for you guys to start laying down Likewise, shit. Likewise, yeah. yeah. Me too. We, can plug we, in we all are. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I know what you guys can do live. I want to hear some recorded stuff now so I can just take it with me. Right. Yeah. yeah. Put all it in right, the this car. This is the, uh, back, my boy, I never dreamed before. I love J-Pop, by the way. It's J-Pop, though. <laughs> For sure, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's like, it's just anime. Oh, yeah, the animation looks like, uh, have you ever seen, uh, Every anime. What the? Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. He's like 
this is like in the 2000s. He's got the golden bat. He's going around. Little Slugger. Um, it's and it's just it's, it's a really good anime. Paranoid Agent. Yes. 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 The powers. The powers of Google. <laughs> Running around with a golden bat, they call him Little Slugger. <laughs> it's a good one. It's a hilarious, but it's also interesting. Very interesting. I think from the same period as the one who uh, that one movie. Um, it's like Blue something. I, I, I fail with names. <laughs> but yeah, that was a that was a Beck theme song. There. Oh, nice. Well, you guys want to plug any of your uh, songs, social medias, shows you got coming up, anything like that before we uh, surprise, wrap it up? Surprise, um, I guess this, I mean, we got a show coming up here in August, um, but it's just, it's like a first Friday show, so we're like, we're playing at, I think, Tap Room or something okay, like uh, that. NFC? Yeah, yep. Uh, I tap feel like we're probably room. playing before then. Uh, yeah, I think so. I, it's it's always like I, I just send dates to like we we use the group me and I just send dates and I'm just like, all right, guys, here we are. <laughs> this is what we you know this is what we got going on. So <laughs> send those but, dates to us too, man, because I w- I want to see you guys again. Sometime yeah, sometime a- absolutely, sure. absolutely. And then yeah, I don't know anything you guys want to like, put in a bunch. What's your guys' social media or what's your Instagram oh, yeah. thing? Um. Oh, uh, on Instagram, Speak Mahogany, okay. um, and then respectively, like, you know, Ben Green, um, Deontay Visible, and Eli, do you... Yeah, I'm just Eli Boo Kite, but it's like yeah. B-O-O, and then Kite, like I'll the just word have Kite. To, I'll, like, I'll, like, <laughs> yeah. tag him in the Speak Mahogany uh, yeah. stuff and whatnot. Nice. And then, um, yeah, my that song, that single I dropped, like, at the, the very, very end of last year, it was, like, two, December 28th, I believe. Um, that I dropped, Qualities We Meant To, which mm. is just kind of like, an, you know, <clears throat> it's a song um, just about, like, wanting more um, from the current world that we're in now, you know. I think we and can I, all appreciate wanna, that sentiment. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Um, and so that that's kind of like the, the sound, like, of, of the band, except probably with more chords, you know. <laughs> so, <laughs> but, yeah, I, yeah. That kind of plays into the theme that I'm going to take us out here with. Even if you pass me that bad boy back yes, down sir. here. Thank you. Um, oh, like we were talking about earlier with that George Harrison album. Um, sorry, this is trying to maneuver around a bunch of guys crammed in here. Um, <laughs> Giggity. Yeah, off of, um, <laughs> off George Harrison's 1970 album, All Things Must Pass, here is Isn't It a Pity. I played this the other day, and I just love the lyrics to this song. It's kind of what I needed at the time. So here's this for you. And uh, thank you for listening. Peace. Peace. Thinking anymore 
getting 